0: We were in Chronicle, Second Chronicles, at the yep. end, and I had to stop my husband because I was like, "They just keep naming giants. There are more than six giants named in the in the Old Testament, and nobody talks yeah. about it." Goliath, Goliath had four brothers, but they named them, and the ones with the six-digit. It's like I know you don't read your Bible because. If you read your Bible, you'd be freaking out like I am, saying, Well, what the heck? There's more than six different giants in the first 15 books of the Bible. The word Nephilim is mentioned twice, but these things show up all the way up even to first king. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, by name. They They are named in here. And the name of the hill that Jesus was crucified on is called the skull. Why? Well, because the Hebrew belief is that Goliath's head... That's where it was, yes. Buried (laughs) on that hill. Yeah. That's why it's called Golgotha.
1: dark web theologians how you guys doing guys we realize sometimes you want to vibe with us you want to hear what we have to say you want to hear about our lives and everything but not everyone is like that some of you guys would rather just hear the info and you know what both ways are totally fine If you would like to hear the info only, we have timestamped this entire podcast. If you would like to jump to a particular spot, you can do that too. However, if you look and you're listening on Spotify, below the podcast itself is actually a transcript that you can actually go and scroll through. So if you guys would just like the info, feel free to hop around wherever you want. If you just want small excerpts or, you know, a small riff or whatever, go and enjoy that. If not, hang around with us. God bless, guys.
2: Where am I? Joint country.
1: Teach me. Ah, the days of our
0: kind are not The one god comes to drive out the many gods. The spirits of wood and stream, Crows Island. It's the way of things. Yes. Why is it like that? Nazca Indians used to bind their infants' heads with (sighs) rope
1: elongate the skull like that. Why? Honor the gods.
0: No,
3: no. God's head is not like that, man.
1: Depends on who your god is.
2: You are all my children, and you're lost because you follow blind leaders. These false gods.
3: back to this special episode of the metal Bible podcast. I've got my guests here, this is the uh, Christian Theological Dark Web. I have to look and look at your CTDW every single time. <laughs> that thing. Because I always <laughs> want to say Christian Dark Web,
0: then I forget theological. But <laughs> no, you, <laughs> we have to have that theological C- part.
3: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Christian Dark Web just sounds like really creepy and weird. But... Very. <laughs> yeah, very
2: yeah. yeah.
3: So, yeah, um, I've got you know Ricky and Shelly here. We're going to talk about uh, some awesome, wonderful topics today surrounding the topic of the Nephilim which mm-hmm. um you know a lot of people are um like well why do you talk about this there's only it's only mentioned twice <laughs> in the entire bible and that's not true at all at <laughs> the word all. nephilim is is found twice in the bible but the creatures are found everywhere like in every book almost really?
2: so, you
3: guys yeah right so you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourself um you know i I don't even remember i said but i'm katon and you guys go ahead and introduce yourself
0: go ahead okay okay i'm shelly eleman um i'm just the passenger i was telling the guys i'm i'm the one in the back seat tonight (laughs) so um i'll be fixing any of ricky's um bad definitions for you all
1: mm-hmm. and i'll be doing the same for Shelly. you guys can be, be aware um yeah. and i are are language snobs um i think i'm probably even worse because that's uh that's my you know that's what i studied in college um hi guys my name is ricky uh everybody my name is technically richard but no one on in their right mind calls me that unless they are an enemy um and that's of their own choice usually mm-hmm. so um we wanna say thanks to Caton for having us on. Um Absolutely. and our yeah. typical catchphrase mine is good evening, as yes, Shelly was so uh <laughs> desperately wanting me to to put that forward there. It's true. So.
0: He must give his good evening. Yes.
1: yes, it is it is what it is. All right, Caitlin, it's all yours, brother. <clears throat> all right, so uh
3: the first thing that we always that always comes up when we talk about the Nephilim is what are they, right? Um, You know, I I actually, I taught on this, well, I taught on the flood in my Sunday school class a couple of weeks Mm -hmm, ago, mm -hmm. and I just Mm -hmm. did kind of a poll of who'd even heard this word, Nephilim, and, you know, there's probably like 20 people in my class, just my Sunday school class for me and my wife, and uh, I mean, seriously, I think there were like three people that even heard the term Nephilim.
2: The nephew. Which
3: Which is, I think, fairly typical the church just never ever ever talks about this um and if they do they just kind of they just kind of brush it away as like unimportant and um but as you know right too too weird
0: too weird to talk about right
3: too weird to talk about but as you know uh dr heiser obviously (laughs) he made this extremely um well known by a lot of people and and made it easily accessible mm-hmm. for people to understand this in a truly biblical way and not a crazy yeah. internet tartaria kind of way. Like have you guys ever <laughs> heard of the Tartaria conspiracy?
2: Of course.
3: Oh no. Where goodness. where have I been oh. hiding now? get on TikTok and look up the yeah and you'll end up at tartaria within probably four or five videos because yeah. it is the it's so dumb <laughs> but but the whole idea basically is that there was this whole civilization that was uh not very long ago like a few hundred years ago that was extremely advanced and that's where we get all these ornate buildings and all this kind of stuff and then the rich people of the world wanted to get rid of all that information and so they like sent a mud flood or some variations are are different and destroyed everything. (coughs) All right. Uh, They'll point to these maps that are old maps that talk about a place called Tartaria and they've got these weird weird creatures that are supposed to be a part of it like these long-necked humans that have like giraffe necks and it's really wild. But I always bring that up because I want people to understand like if you look this subject up, you're gonna come into some really weird and fringe. stupid, sure. stupid things.
2: Sure, sure, sure.
3: And so that's why I want to talk about this. I mean, for for those who don't know, like the Nephilim, like this whole concept is the reason why I called it this the Metal Bible Podcast. Um, I was listening to an episode of Blurry Creatures, oh, uh, and they were talking about the nephilim uh, uh, and something. And one of them just said, "Oh man, that is so metal!" And immediately I was like, I got the "Metal Bible Podcast," <laughs> <laughs> because, because it is. I mean, that is just like it's one of the it's one of the coolest parts of the entire Bible, in my opinion. And as, you know, I've, I've studied this subject. And I've read every book that Michael Heiser wrote, and many others. Um, <laughs> Uh, even on the fringe I've read some like Rob Skiba he's a flat earther now and, went right. down of
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and and some others but L.A. Marzulli and you know he's got some French stuff he's also got some really good stuff as well uh, and so I read uh, as much as I possibly could on this subject once I figured out like once I first heard about it I've been studying for probably seven years now <laughs> uh, and this is something that i've realized uh after studying in depth that if you don't understand this you don't understand a lot of the bible absolutely um, and and honestly That's like so i used to be terrified yep. to read the old testament because it didn't make any sense to me i get to the hmm. couple parts where god seems like a genocidal maniac and i just wouldn't read them right yeah <laughs> because i'm like okay god why are you being a jerk to these people? Like, I understand, like, yes, these people are bad people, but the Israelites were bad as well.
0: Right,
2: (laughs) right, right,
3: right. So there's something different about these people that God shows up super pissed off about every single time. Uh, And we can get more into that. Um, But first, we're going to talk about where uh, the sons of God. And obviously, this is where this Genesis six, Genesis six, four, where uh, you know, it says that the sons of God found that the daughters of men were attractive and made wives of them, is what many of them say. But that's it's not entirely accurate. They weren't like they yeah. didn't hold marriage ceremonies. This wasn't a I'm really. Gonna, may I
0: ask for ceremony. your hand, right?
3: <laughs> right, right. If you don't give it to me, I'm going to probably eat Dickening. you. Or more likely, take it? what it was. I'm going to take you and yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, and this was a a not by choice kind of thing that happened, uh, mm-hmm. and then God, <laughs> shortly thereafter, is he sends the flood. I mean, and and the Bible says there's one short passage about it. says there were nephilim on the earth in those days, and also after that, when the daughters yeah. when the sons of God found that the daughters men were attractive, made wives of them. The <laughs> yeah. and then it doesn't say anything else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: at least You're not like, with right, right not with the word nepalim right, nep- it doesn't, it doesn't so directly much. say anything like that right it doesn't it doesn't go into any more explanation about that event at all
2: right yeah right right, right.
3: that totally. specific event it's not talked about anywhere else in the bible right well and, and
1: there's good reason for that actually because it was such we're using the word ubiquitous i guess i'm going to use it again um it was so ubiquitous in the ancient world that it was like yeah there's giants. Okay, can we move on? Like, everyone knew that, uh, that, that was every, right. reality. Because so, the
0: bugs are in the alley. Right. Well, the yeah, Egyptians, like,
3: the Egyptians talked about, about the, the, the anakim. Right. how they were, how they were an, an enemy to them. And, and, yeah. you know, so, I mean, they, they, everybody knew that these, they're like, okay, yeah, giants. All right, cool. <laughs> this is where they well, came from. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. And in the Old Testament, when you read informed in an informed manner, you know, that the Rephaim are a Nephilim breed that the Anakim, right. the sons of Anak, or right. the descendants of Anak are a um, a Nephilim <laughs> breed, or um,
3: yeah, and and honestly, it's uh, like any. It, I think even it's not even that they are. I think the Nephilim were the ones created directly by the sons of God.
0: And right. They're, you they're have, first generation you half have bread. Right. Right.
3: They are they are the actual, you know, like the Gilgamesh and those kind of things, Hercules, yeah. those kind of Those right. are the actual Nephilim. And then you have the Rephaim, the Anakim, the Zamzumim, all mm-hmm. of these kind of people. And they are descendants of. Than never. right <laughs> but we can get more into that but I want to focus Absolutely. right now just on the Genesis six okay because we've got we've got a couple of definitions of co- like there's like a uh there's a practice that's called like the the laws of first mentions in the Bible like and, and mm-hmm, whenever, mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever something is mentioned the very first time it's extremely important. Because yeah. it sets the tone for the rest of the book, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and if and if somebody hears about the nephilim and they go to something like Got Questions, uh, and they they go to Got Questions and they ask, you know, uh, what, what are the what are the, what are the nephilim? Uh, they're going to get this kind of response. Let me let me go ahead and pull this up here because this is one that um, Dr. Heiser has a whole thing where he kind of tears this. Uh this whole thing apart, I mean, they talk about here they talk about um they talk about the the, the Noah flood movie, where they have the rock giants in here, but that's mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's not this um it says, assuming the Nephilim were the spawn of demons, why would demons want to cohabit? with human women and produce offspring. One speculation is that demons were attempting to pollute the human bloodline and others suggested that the sons of God might be fallen angels who possessed men. And and all of these, I've never, I've never heard that one. <laughs> um,
0: but I then they go you. on.
3: So I, I have, I, I could
0: tell you why, why there's that, um, ideology. It's because of, of the Matthew scripture where Jesus says, um, that in heaven there will be no it will be like the angels and not marrying or having right, sex right. and so people and read in get... that.
3: jude says that they left their habitation in
0: heaven
1: right <laughs> well right. And, and
0: there's a difference between will not have sex and cannot have right, sex. right. well
3: it Is... says uh well here on this got question thing, it, it literally says the Nephilim are not angels or aliens, watchers or rock monsters. They were literal physical beings. And this is one of the problems I have with with uh with people and, and talking about the spiritual realm, right? What do you mean by a physical being? Right? Um spiritual doesn't mean just like they're just in the air, right? right they're just aerial right the, 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 that's not what it actually means now that's kind of what people used to think would but since we have a more modern understanding of science this is an extra dimensional being who exists mm-hmm. on a plane of existence that we can't understand but they are very much physical but they are also right. capable of coming into our realm
2: well, <laughs> the bible
3: talks about it, them them doing this and then eating absolutely. jesus eats when after he's resurrected yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that when they they visit uh, lot or, or when they visit abraham and they're going to see lot they sit the angels sit down and eat and it's you know Sempton, possibly jesus parents. there with them <laughs> right i mean so they they are they are physical in every single right. way right but they and, and, just will say and, these things and missing wings
0: yeah,
3: yeah, right. right yeah. They well, don't I, there are zero that have, and you have no idea. I mentioned that angels don't have wings <laughs> on my page, and people get so mad. They get I so love you mad, and they, will, and they will point out all the verses of the cherubim and the seraphim, and then I'll say to them, "Show me in the Bible where it says that a cherubim and a seraphim are angels." And it's just like it does not compute they just yeah. <laughs> they they cannot well, get past this idea that everything that's good is an angel and everything that's bad is a demon
1: and to to kind of to kind of uh revalidate some of your points there um you, you have you're using a lot of language that shell and i have gone through on multiple uh podcasts already actually regarding realms and regarding <laughs> physicality and regarding all the all these kind of um, all these fun terms that get thrown around that are yeah. kind of like in sometimes not the most um what's the word not, not the most adequate for for describing right. something that we we interact with in a very very weird way right or rather yeah. interact with us yeah. um it is a back and forth though for sure and and you you make you make a good point about the physicality something that i have mentioned and i think shell and i kind of vibe on this in the same uh okay. same wavelength no pun intended for what I'm about to say. Um, when, when, when uh, Elohimic—we'll just call them when divine beings—come into our realm to interact with us in on the physical plane, I really have. I think it has a lot to do with the, the level of frequency that they they choose to allow their the literal particles of their existence to to match with with what is on Earth, with what is in physical reality, and yeah. mm-hmm. so that's how we that's how they kind of make that tr- transition i guess if we want to call it that um yeah. but they can at the drop of a hat kind of like that i don't know if you guys ever saw that superman episode where he moves his hand so fast that he like literally n- no longer becomes physical he like parts his atoms cuz he's moving so fast like <laughs> yeah well, that's like kind the flash of, when he yeah
3: he's moving yeah, 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 so yeah. fast that he can yeah vibrate that's and, exactly yeah <laughs> yeah exactly right so and so you know i mean I and mean, that's then,
1: important to understand
3: yeah, well, I think that like the like the, the angels, demons, all of these entities that are that the Bible describes, they are just. Uh, I mean, I like to say that the supernatural. When I say supernatural, supernatural just means something that we don't understand scientifically, but it's very much there. At some point, we will understand scientifically sure. how this sure. actually works. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, of course. That's why I'm trying to get people to kind of change their mindset from the the ancient Israel kind of view of okay, well, there's there's a God in the sky, there's you know there's there's an old, I mean even like an old man with a big beard and and we're playing harps and no like this is a very different kind of experience with the supernatural realm. And so when mm-hmm. Jude, I mean, the, the, they're trying to describe things in the Bible that we still can't describe with our own vernacular, and we had a better sure. understanding. So when Jude, I think it's Jude 1, six, it says that they left their own habitation, but mm-hmm. right? these angels that sinned, they, they left mm-hmm. their abode, they disrobed right. themselves of their habit, of heaven, right? And so because of that, they were capable of doing. There was an intent. There was an intent that they were doing this for this reason. <laughs> all right and oh, he's quoting. True. I mean, obviously, he's quoting the Book of Enoch there, and Peter quotes mm-hmm. the Book of Enoch. And Peter, as soon as you right. mention Enoch, people. I mean, I have people on the page that just that's a Jewish mystic writing, and you're just following. Mm, you're a oh, heretic, right. you're and even though, even though, even well, though I will, I will curious... it with you it is not scripture and it should not ever be decided as scripture period like ever. I say that openly. <laughs> but that's like I like to call it Enoch a fan fiction of Genesis six. Because what it
2: is. Right.
3: That's all it is. Right. <laughs> and there's some well, to it.
1: Right, exactly. That's the important part, right? Because there <laughs> there is some strong, strong evidence for why a lot of it I think is accurate. Um but um, I'm, I'm, I really like the way my my pastor phrased it. I'm because like, I, I go, you know, it's legit this and that. He goes, yeah, it's history. I go, yeah, it's a history book. There you go. That's that's a good point. The Bible is not necessarily a history book. The Bible is an instruction manual, right? And so you have different it's books. Not a for lot of history, well, Like Yasher, like Yasher, yeah,
3: The Book of Yasher was never meant to be like scripture. It is. It is. It's right. just a a. a a story, like a, it's a history. Well, it, it's it's an expansion Bible on history. Maybe
0: when but the Book of Jasher book that we is, have doesn't even like we don't have the the, the Book of Jasher is quoted in Old mm-hmm. Testament.
3: Yeah, sure it is. absolutely is. It, it certainly so. Is. But the one that we have is certainly not the one that they had because we have like copies that are much much later. Just like Enoch, I mean, we've got a few fragments the book of yasher like i think it's even later than the book of
0: enoch <laughs> i i have to i have to call you on that right there because the oldest record of isaiah comes out of qumran cave number 12 if i remember right mm-hmm. and it is the oldest known copy of isaiah and it is verbatim what we have today Mm -hmm. yeah so so i i have a problem with with um people equating old with inaccurate it was so so important (laughs) to the ancients to stay true not a right. jot not a tittle right like, right i mean that's really, really, why it's really important ex- extremely accurate from
3: you know thousands of years now and yeah. Yeah. i mean the, the only differences are like punctuation and like some maybe some lettering uh, issues but that like that's it
0: when when people when people say oh it's been copied so many times it can't be accurate anymore (laughs) right Uh, do some research
3: do you not understand like how crazy the Jews were with this kind of stuff
1: also also this is uh this is my favorite area ever to talk about um when it comes to translations because I literally was just having, an, some guy was, was uh, throwing rocks at one of our comments, I don't remember what I had said, but he's, oh, I remember, he was like, oh, I made a book and this and that blah. I go, I don't think you know how translation works, bro. Like, you yeah, really have no one. idea. It's like, oh, it's like a, it's like a game of yeah. and, and I go, right. I'm like, of course <laughs> it's been translated. And? So what do you know how translation works? (laughs) People work tirelessly. They work tirelessly (laughs) to make sure that what they are portraying is the same concept. We don't work at the level of words, right? We work at the level
3: of God.
1: So they refuse to change it. (laughs) Right. Well, and here's the thing too, right? Like, and people and people have that same Christians have that same zealousness for the Word of God, and that's a (laughs) good zealousness to have. It's not a bad thing. But the problem is. Is that they're ignorant of how they got the word that they have today and mm-hmm. that word only came about because translators made conscious decisions to say yeah. I can't translate this word I have to translate this idea so that yep. it's not lost in translation right. and so I'm, when people come up and say oh that it's been translated 30 million times again. yeah and there's <laughs> freaking tons of evidence and tons of copies that you can go back and read for yourself which is <laughs> well, a divine intervention people. into the history of mankind in general like if you want to find the truth it is there it is absolutely well,
3: i, I there. always tell people that the only inspired text is the original hebrew and what we have is the best possible representation of that <laughs> so sure. the the, yeah. the english is not and the English is not inspired. I'm sorry, well, KJD only so is, but it's not inspired. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, well, they but just, we they did not even have a lot of the, the texts that we have today. They're just you know the Masoretic text, and they didn't have you know the the Deuteronomy thirty two uh, eight where it says that the sons of God that God divided uh, the people at Babel according to A the number lot. of the sons right. of God,
2: right? <laughs> Instead of the cosmology. sons of
3: Israel, right? right? That's why I tell people KJB only people. It's like, oh, go read Deuteronomy thirty two eight. It is just flat out wrong because it says that God divided the people uh, uh, at Babel according to the number of the sons of Israel. When Israel didn't right. exist at Babylon. It didn't exist at God And they're just well, God knew what the sons of Israel. So it's, it's not wrong. No, it's just, it's just wrong. Right. <laughs> it doesn't well, even make right. any sense. And, that, and whole, it's also... that whole passage is extremely important. Right, <laughs> absolutely. It,
1: it, it makes the rest of the Bible incompatible if you change that.
3: <laughs> yeah. It well, I mean, it, it explains why every religion on planet Earth exists, every single one.
2: Sure, yeah, absolutely. Bible, no, the
0: Bible is the, the only one that does, does. that. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. But, oh,
0: going back, one one more point to make about um, the translations: these weren't freshmen trying to eat, <laughs> trying to bang out two thousand words in four hours. You know, like, of a sitting professor. together
3: just to do this.
0: These were people; it was their lives. Correct. Called. It was their Correct. very mission, and when that you the know about like they the ASC, no, they were willing. <laughs> To die on the hill for their work. Correct. You don't see that. You you don't see that in the modern world, and so people don't recognize. You know, they think their their crappy work ethic that they take to whatever you know X Y Z job that they hate yeah. is is the way translators mm-hmm. um, or scribes. Uh, <clears throat> Lived their vocation, and they didn't, because yeah. we don't understand mm-hmm. vocations today. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the amount
3: mm-hmm. of things that they actually did change at all would be things like in Exodus, where they would change, uh, they would they would update the locations to be. Their current locations when they were writing it so people mm-hmm. would understand what they were talking about because those right. older cities didn't exist anymore
0: so right. nobody know right. knows where Tyre is right. right right and that's why right. they
3: that's i mean that's why people think that it that the exodus was under uh Ramses because they, they were building <laughs> right. these you know building these cities for, oh, for you
1: mean he wasn't <laughs> always there <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't yeah. just ramses forever
3: um i mean i'm going to do it, a whole episode on the on the exodus like the next my next topic is going to be the exodus and all of the evidence cool. that there is for the exodus and oh there's my goodness man there, there is so much i when i first set out to find out this information i was you know you're told that there's no evidence for the exodus there's none yeah just, oh there's just there's just no evidence <laughs> oh, and then man, you start to actually it. look into it I mean, Jabal El Laws. Literally, the mountain means the mountain of laws. (laughs) and it's Mm -hmm. got a burnt top on top of it, and it's just. And then there's like a golden cap that's drawn into the. I mean, there's so much freaking evidence for it. I mean, down to the to the. Freaking birds that the quails that, the, that feed the Israelites are they still fall dead today from their journey over the Red Sea because they've flown for so long they get exhausted and they fall right at that spot where the Israelites were mm-hmm. today. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It's, and I, I can't, can't wait see. to go into that stuff.
0: That's like cool, if you look you don't have to look very long or very hard my my pastor is so he's so in love with the um the archaeological finds and yeah. and um you know he'll be like did you know and i'm like yeah did you know yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> Did Unless you it know, came on like, yesterday, I know. So. I'm like, I'm like, I have followed this since I was a child. Well, it's interesting because you know, um, you're talking about Dr. Heiser, and I love him. Rest his soul. He, his memory is a blessing. Yeah. It's a total. blessing. He, he set me on a fire Christ. for learning the for learning the Old Testament. I mean,
3: just just wrecked me, really.
0: <laughs> I remember being a kid. I started memorizing scripture when when I was six six and a half seven years old it just mm-hmm. it's a thing you know god put a lab yeah. in in my heart and it's an easy thing to do and, and i'm sure people find it annoying um but it's a part of me i can't i can't yeah, i mean i did not... i did
3: a, a a thing called a want back in the day and that was like the uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah i was, yeah. I mean, I was honestly, a candle like, lighter dude, in that, in, um... that program is the reason why I have so much scripture memorized today? Mm. Like most of the scripture that I have memorized is, is what I memorized when I was a kid. That's the reason yeah. why I can go back and say and, and just remember. Cool. Oh, the Bible says this. And yep, you know, I've learned yep. more in my adult life, but right. As a kid, I mean, the I, I stuff was that you can quote from when you were a
0: kid. Week. And the right, stuff right. that you that you can paraphrase now is what you learn as an adult because right, you get right. the concept right. as an adult. Corinthians yeah. ten
3: thirteen was like my life verse, and it is. I learned that when I was like nine years old.
0: Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's and now that's they don't how, how I was like anything. You know what? It's it's true, and it it kind of kills me. Actually, it way kills me. Um, but I I remember reading passages in in the Old Testament when I was young when I was a teenager and I'd be like what if this this Baal deity what if he's like really Zeus you know, or what if yeah, he's like yeah. Odin and, or what and if I the remember, gods
3: all have a connection to each other. Right.
0: What mm-hmm. if what if they're what if this is actually real and we're hearing um everybody's version of the same wreck, you know? And and um I remember like I had nobody to talk to about it. And yeah. as an adult it this would would I'd ruminate on these things and there was nobody to talk to there was nobody nobody who who had these these ideas and i remember talking like with ricky's sister kelsey 15 18 years ago and being like okay i have this theory take this ride with me and i think that all the gods are actually probably just i don't know a few hundred uh gods at best and they just appear and take on these these yeah. different names with the different well, people and well I mean when according I... to the Bible
3: it's around seventy I mean roughly that's, right you know, there's about seventy right
0: right the ones that are allotted no you're absolutely yeah. right
3: I mean because that's how many people that's how many that's how many nations were and it only it goes all the way up to Acts two. That's
1: right. all of the
3: nation all of the nations and I'll just put up Deuteronomy thirty two eight because this is the text right, right. <laughs> that is important. I am going to read it real quick. It's, it says, "When the Most High gave uh, gave to the nations their inheritance, when He divided mankind, He He fixed their border, the borders of the people according to the number of the sons of God." <laughs> okay, so if we understand what, what what the sons of God means, that it's not sons of Seth for some reason, um, that it is actually these angelic beings. This mm-hmm. is talking about Babel. He says that at Babel, when he divided mankind, he fixed Mm -hmm. their borders or he, he he appointed these people to certain divine (laughs) beings. to certain. I mean, people get mad when I say divine being, divine being is not like, it it honestly doesn't even imply good or bad. It just means that they are.
1: (laughs) After you, you finish this point, I think it's probably helpful for us to, um, Actually, break down those those terms because people get really muddied yeah, up in the right. water. They're like, "What yeah. does that mean? What does this mean?" <laughs>
3: right, right, and that's why, like,
1: you I understand. Like when diagram. I say it,
3: when I say it, it's because I, it's because, it's because uh, you're familiar I, with I've it. Studied, I'm familiar yeah, with, yeah, and so I understand. It. it used to make am like, on the when same... would say that divine being. Yep. I'd be
2: like, oh.
3: <laughs> but then I realized, like. That, that actually doesn't imply you can be bad divine being i mean do you know that, right. that in job it says that god doesn't trust some of his holy ones of course absolutely <laughs> that's a really weird thing uh, to say i thought holy meant all good right. look <laughs> well,
1: he also he also knows us right like he knows right. what we're prone to he knows what we're we're weak in he knows what we're strong in um yeah. and i don't think that that's any different than uh than our big brothers to be really frank yeah. um I mean I think it's the same same line of thinking.
3: Um
1: yeah. sorry man, go ahead and finish your point and then we'll we'll hop on to uh, what
3: well I was and then then the next the the very next uh a couple of verses later is <clears throat> is also extremely important, okay, because you have these 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 heavenly beings that got appointed to people at at Babel, right? Um <clears throat> and for through for, for a, some I can't really get into. For, it's a very long explanation, but it's about seventy, right? There's about seventy of them. Uh, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. seventy. There's and even in like Jewish tradition, it's seventy. Right. So that, that that were separated. 72. Yeah, seven, some seventy. Like, seventy-two. Correct. Mm-hmm. Seventy. Something like seventy and seventy-two, depending on who you ask. <laughs> but roughly seventy. So right. then, a couple of verses later. It goes on and it says this, right? It says that they made him jealous with strange gods. This is verse 16. Uh, with abomination, they provoked him to anger. They sacrificed to demons who were not God, comma, Okay, great. So real quick, before I get to this next part that makes people upset. <coughs> um, Make them upset. This is, this, is, this, is, this is heavenly beings have been put in charge of people at Babel for for some reason god had right said, or right yes. after
0: right after Bab- <laughs> right, right that the
3: because they god put him over them and i'm mm-hmm. assuming that his you know what, what they were supposed to do was to eventually lead him back to him right, right.
0: Uh, well and but, that's psalm 82 goes into detail mm-hmm. more right, about right, that right
3: and we'll get into that right because after
2: didn't,
0: right. <laughs> right. well because
3: it says they sacrificed the demons who were not god okay to gods whom they have not known, new gods who came lately, whom your father did not know. Now, these, this verse very clearly says that they sacrificed to gods, and those gods were demonic.
2: Okay, right. it
3: doesn't mean doesn't mean that they're all spirits of Nephilim. That's not what this means. That's not what we're talking about. It, uh, not uh, something angels didn't become demons when they fell. Like, that's right, right 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 they mm-hmm. still they still <laughs> you know, they, have their, their still same fallen angels but this is just kind of a this is basically uh moses saying that these guys uh all of them were bad and that they were worshipped as gods instead of pointing to yahweh these people or these these beings supposed to be worshipped as gods so then when we go to psalm 82 which I talked about on my page recently and people got some people got really upset this is God sitting in the divine council amongst the gods he holds judgment right? this is what the very first mm-hmm. thing that it says
0: mm-hmm. and that this is, is not men yeah, that is not is kings and,
3: and it has nothing to do with human beings. You go to verse seven. It says, "Like men, you shall die. Mm. If I'm you are say gods. That you're... Like men, you will yep. die. Yep. Yep. you are gods." but like men, you, will, you die. will die. That makes no sense if I'm saying that to a human being.
0: Right. You're it's just, just going to die like a man.
1: You're just, well, uh, you're die. Here's, here's, actually, that's that's a good point. You don't make that comparison unless you have something lower to compare it to. <coughs> right. Because right. you don't say, you you man, you king will die like a man. No, no you say you'll die like a dog. That's right, the phraseology, right. Right, right. right? Which so for an, for an the angel the or a heavenly being, being right? Yeah. You you're going to die like a man, yeah. which is an insult right. to
2: them.
0: <laughs> which you is know a what? huge insult to them. <laughs> Guys, yep. Hold on just a second before you go farther, because this is one of those things that's very interesting. Um, Plato in uh, Critias talks about the allotment of the earth to the gods. Did you know that? Have you ever read that? I did I not know that. It's but, very you know, is cool.
3: me because when it's, you look outside of the Bible, you find the Bible
0: story everywhere, Everywhere. absolutely In all of these.
3: Absolutely. Because you have all of these pagan gods that are. That's why people are like, "Oh, well, they just copied from each other." No, these very real beings are trying to usurp power from Yahweh, sure. and that's like like with the story of uh, the original story of Baal. Right, Baal beats Yahweh. He beats l he beats he he becomes the god because and that's only the only way that satan can actually ever become a true god is in his own mind and telling these other people that it happened Right.
0: (laughs) but i mean it's like there was a cosmic conspiracy or something (laughs) something like that
3: and so at the end of psalm 82 it says arise god judge the earth for you possess all nations now or, or one, uh, I think there's another one. I, I, the ESV, I think, is a better. Let me let me pull that one up. Uh, Love the ESV. You, yeah, yeah, I switched back between that one and the NASB. Uh, it says, yeah, NASB God <laughs> judge the earth? For you shall inherit all the nations." I like that one better because at this point in Psalm 82, God had not inherited all of the nations right. from these gods, <laughs> because that is the entire purpose for Jesus. All right? right. So we can I was get to say that and that's and just, one yeah. of the
0: things when when he's at Caesarea Philippi <laughs> and he yep. says on this rock. On this rock, right. I will build so let's, let's my just, kingdom. We can,
3: we can come back to the Old Testament. And we can talk about the Anakim and all those kind of things and the Joshua's I minute. Mean, let's actually, since we're already on this topic, let's jump into the New Testament uh, and, and talk about this. Because a lot of people don't realize the Nephilim are very important for the New Testament. Uh, Absolutely. When, uh, I forget what passage it's in, but when they go up. Uh, and Jesus uh, says, "You are Peter, and on this rock, right, <laughs> I will build my church." That's, he is not that's in Caesarea saying that Philippi. Peter is. Yep. Yeah, he's not that's saying that saying. Peter is a rock. Sorry, Catholics, he is not. Sorry,
0: <laughs> this the is church not was not built upon Petra. No,
3: I mean this is this is the idea. The, that's where the Transfiguration happened,
0: uh, where he well, sees Moses and Elijah. It's, and, it's uh, Mount. Um, <laughs> Mount Hermon. Hermon. Yeah, Hermon. All right, mm-hmm. that's that's where it is. It's there yep. in Caesarea Philippi, and and, and what still, Jesus is doing there well, is throwing yeah. down the gauntlet. Correct. Uh,
2: well,
0: it's most the people, same we thing haven't he's doing. About Mount Hermon yet? So kind of explain, <laughs> kind of explain, because a lot of people
3: are like, "Well, I've never even heard of this mountain." Oh Hermon gosh, no Mount kidding. <laughs> so kind of explain, because Mount Hermon isn't really found in the Bible, right? It's not. No, right, not this. a whole it's lot. Not in this. And it's got
0: way, so right? many names.
2: Yeah, that's but, the issue, right?
3: And that's the um, big problem. That's but go ahead and kind of explain like why is this
0: mountain important? Where does it come from? Right. So this is where in first Enoch, and unless you want to do the honors, Rick. Uh,
1: sure. It's uh, well, we can it can be a joint effort. Shelly mentioned okay. the, the the book In first Enoch. This is where the the treacherous, what we like to call the banished watchers, descended onto Mount Carmine, <laughs> and that of them was where
0: mean, yeah, Shemyaza and his
1: dude. Yep, and that was and, where yeah. their mm-hmm. incursion occurred in at the very first. This is the very first incursion where all yeah. this started to go down, all this yeah. hybrid mixing, all this craziness, and and all where got
3: questions. They, they complained complain that Satan was not included in that, so it can't be true well uh, satan's so, not included in that he hold on though do it. hold on though
1: hold the <laughs> because phone Because there's multiple the incursions yes yeah, but yeah. but here's here's the dealio here's the dealio i stumbled i was literally just preparing some stuff for for this episode and i stumbled totally by accident just listening to, listening to la have an interview with some guy and he made a super random offhand comment and i went wait what Stop the presence.
2: What the crap was that?
1: So apparently there there is a steely up, um, I think it is on Mount Hermon. I'm not, not going to remember it off the top of my head, so don't, don't quote me on this, but there's a steely in that area. Um, and I think it is up on Hermat, Mount Hermon, where it actually makes reference to Semyaza descending. Oh, it's actually God. written out like on a tablet-style thing you need in to send Greek. That to me because I will. Because I, I, I need looked to it up.
3: That? And I'm, not found, that I don't believe you, but no, if you I know. Know somebody tells me wild stuff like that. I'm like,
1: <laughs> I got <laughs> like... to
3: touch that
0: myself. <laughs> I, I, I
1: actually, as a matter of fact, I downloaded the PDF where the guy goes into academic rigor oh, breaks down the good. translation that was no previously way. done by the british museum reinterpret <laughs> so this picture. is like something
3: that everybody knew from that area like this something happened yep. here well, okay yep. so well Rick, yeah so do you know what's on I mean, the top of down. mount
0: hermon today
2: uh,
3: It's
0: a don't they it's the unite no that's down at the bottom you know it's, it's on the top of the mountain uh-huh. a United Nations outpost uh-huh. yep. and you are yep. not allowed to go well, up there, was, there. there,
2: was just, there that's was because the, just they're
0: a,
3: united with the nations of, of
1: yeah.
3: the fallen <laughs> <of the laughs> right. um,
1: I literally just saw the rulers post- the, these
3: connected rulers. with CERN and all of that stuff
1: with Lipkin that I think is the one that he does a lot of those tours there in Israel he uh-huh. literally just posted a photo the other day of that outpost and when you were saying i was thinking i feel like it has something to do with an outpost like a military outpost and sure enough it was way up high. it was snowing like crazy on the top of that mountain and i was like whoa well for those who don't
3: who don't know when jesus talks about this place that he's talking about he says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church now a lot of people have misunderstood that Uh, first of all there's an actual place that they would call the gates of
2: hell that was
3: actually at this place well they would that's actually at this place it it was supposed to be where the god Pan, where we get the whole idea of a horned goat satan uh, that that this is where they would actually go to worship him and they called it the gates of hell (laughs) now when jesus says the gates of hell shall not prevail he is not saying that the gates of hell are going to be attacking it is the church that is the aggressor in that equation mm-hmm. because gates are a defensive yep. <coughs> posturing <laughs> in my whole life i was just like oh yeah satan's never going to be able to fight against the church. no it is he was declaring war on that moment, on Mount Hermon, where traditionally all of the people that were with him believed that the sons of God came down and made an agreement that they would all do what happened in Genesis 6. And and at what is described on Mount, Herban, on Mount Hermon is what Jude, I believe it's 6, uh, Jude 6 says they right. disrobed themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that event this is where they when they make that agreement this is where they are deciding we are done with heaven
1: we are just
3: ourselves <laughs> and so this is where that happens and so when jesus goes and he stands on th- i mean i'm getting chills right now talking about i it. know what oh, makes
0: me so excited when
3: i'm I this part and and reversing yep. hermon, uh, uh man i got chills and hair on the back of my neck stood up. <laughs> <laughs> because this is the first time that these gods,
2: mm-hmm. that
3: all of these gods and uh, mm-hmm. were actually put on notice that your yep. time is up. Yep. <laughs> because before it's- that, they were allowed to reign free.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, Ali, and the craziest, the craziest Ali part Ali about
0: Sayedotin that yeah. does a, gosh, um, that. a teaching on this on Jeez. um the gates of hell and yep. it through. ministers so hardly <sighs> yeah. so hard to your spirit like i wept yeah. at the end of it i just like you know what you know there's a good teaching what somebody is saying is from god when your reaction is to worship god yeah from hearing that and. <laughs> Like it's like listening one of, to the
3: Naked Bible podcast and like, right? out and like oh my god, I yeah.
0: found something that, new, I gotta look into it. <laughs> it's one of the best. I really recommend Ali Sayadat and for, you for that. that. I never did watch that. Yeah, episode. yeah you'll, um, you'll have to send that. I was, I was uh, gonna, to gonna say it that. I don't see that yeah. It's it's Jesus moments, let me tell you. Woof, you, you don't need cool. no special music awesome. at that point. It, the Holy Ghost <laughs> is there with you. It's fantastic.
3: Well, and, and when he when he declares war here, he's also Declaring war on the demon right? Because according to the book of Enoch, as we said earlier, demons do not come from the fallen angels, right? Well, no. they not they aren't the fallen angels, they are not they, the they, same they, thing, they, they, they're not the same thing, right? The fallen uh, angel's now, they demon. are they are related, and but we don't actually find that in the Bible. Now there is kind of a reference, kind of to it, <laughs> to where it says that the souls of the Rephaim. It, it kind of refers to them uh, uh, as, um, but it doesn't actually say that those are the demons, but it's just kind of a passing reference to that um, because when you read the Bible, you're supposed to already understand this. Sure.
0: Right. Your first knew century this, Jews that, totally understood this.
3: That The idea was that the demons are just the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim.
1: Yeah, right and, and all that they i want to i want to make a quick point here that you 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 were alluding to it but i don't think people are going to connect the dots and i have supernatural fresh on the brain so uh mike heiser book that yeah. so i it automatically like you were talking about and i was like yeah dude that's the coolest part is that when god allotted right when he provided for this regional cosmology for this for this um uh, splitting up of the nations, the dividing of the nations and the allotment. Uh, The coolest part is when Christ comes, lays down the gauntlet, as Mike Heiser so well puts it, Um, not only is he putting them on notice, what he is also doing is giving authority through his death and resurrection for those nations to be taken back individually yep. through Christians yep. that accept him and decide to serve him. Yeah. So he is infiltrated. it's like a whole infiltration, man. It's yeah, it's yeah. Such well,
0: a- let, it was such a big deal and it's so downplayed. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, it really well, let, is. Let me ask you this. It's because understood. Because I I wish I could have asked Dr. Heiser this question because I always <laughs>
2: kind of wanted
3: both. to know. <laughs> uh, well I wanted to ask him uh so the you know out of the seventy uh, sons of God that were put over Babel, did one hundred percent of them do this?
0: Or I wondered the some, same
3: thing because here's the thing: I've always wondered how that Ethiopian eunuch came to follow Judaism, right? And how, how there's
0: always been there's a, other a large that like remnant, automatically right.
3: know about and and so I don't think, think that. I mean, logically, it doesn't make sense that 100 percent of them would, right? No, sure. and so that means that some of them pointed to Yahweh through a different religion. What what right? you But mean... it was still Yahweh, and they're still he's still following what Yahweh wanted. But it's I, and I'm so I'm, I'm trying. That's to interesting. That right. That's interesting.
1: Well, well, I I don't I don't know if I, I so here's here's the deal. You and I like to, all three of us like to put categories around what religion actually means, right? Um, but that's that's a very amorphous concept when yeah. you're talking about an it ancient context. And and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give an example. A perfect example mm-hmm. is Joseph, uh, Pastor Joseph Riverwind. He talks at great length about how the Native yeah. Americans had. Cultural context for who Christ was, and I was just Absolutely. listening to it today. I'm so glad I did listen to it. As a matter of fact, he was talking about one of the oh, it, it, the um, I want to see the Algonkin teachings. I may be wrong about that, but he mentions another tribesman that he that he meets, and they're having this conversation. He's telling them that this this tribesman that he's the head of the tribe, and his tribe is is dying. They're they're literally starving. Mm-hmm. So he goes fast and seeks god and he says the first time god give me a song that i can sing to my people that will give them peace there's no answer He goes back the following day he asks for a dance i think it is he he gets no answer he goes back two three four until finally on the fourth day as he is fasting and seeking god Mm -hmm. truly becoming you know dying to the flesh so he can grow Mm -hmm. closer to the lord and the lord says here here is your answer he says and he, he literally shows him an image of a man dying on a tree Mm -hmm. and he tells him that this man's name is the bright and morning star (laughs) and that he died for them and in their cultural context the highest virtue is to give your life for another and we
3: severely underestimate god's ability to save whom anybody who asks. yeah right yeah and and, and this this is the end of my point
1: this is the end of my point so so my point is is that you and i want to put religion into this small little box but we have seen if you know anything about cryptids if you know anything about nephilim if you know anything about the sons of god if you know anything about elohim if you know anything about anything then you will understand very very quickly boxes don't work for yeah. the universe they are a human convention
3: <laughs> like, the, for like the term gods, being able to, right?
1: to to communicate larger ideas yeah. right yeah. in small portions but they're not they're not ample enough for what mm-hmm. needs to be communicated, which is why we're doing this podcast.
0: You you can well, like the, the creator in a box. He is the creator. Absolutely. You don't have boxes without him. <laughs> well, I think one of the most interesting in stories.
3: Him. I think one of the most interesting stories about about the the Native Americans is like when the Pilgrims first got here. The first Native American that they came in contact with spoke
1: English yeah yeah yeah
3: that's the first time i heard that i was like there's no way that's true no that's absolutely true
1: yeah it is true <laughs> because there have been, been a previous convoy really. or something
3: yeah, like that been, i can't remember how it was it would have been the people doing so the very first person he was like hey how's it going
0: <laughs> but that's <laughs> how that's many, how the many fingers so, do you have <laughs> <laughs> Did you hold up just how many i got guys <laughs> how many i got yeah. oh my gosh
3: right, right. Because well, most people understand that the Bible says that these <laughs> beings, I don't, it, it doesn't even say that every single one of them did, but you know, the, more than likely that was maybe a defining feature of of the the big ones,
2: right? Probably they six in the genetics,
3: fingers and yeah. six toes, and it yeah. wasn't like a. A, a a malformation
2: sure
3: it was it was it was beneficial
2: to them I, like a, i'm sure in
3: order to carry uh his his weaver uh size <laughs> sword, right. his six fingers really helps goliath right uh and so as far as like the demons and stuff go this was one of the the coolest parts about understanding this because once jesus declares war that's when he starts going and pulling demons out of people.
2: Right.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's when Which... that's when like that's why uh because they know they, that he's
0: declared war because they I start asking you, what are you doing like, that's not our time. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, and well and I guarantee you they had all already heard hey uh he's declared war on us. So you guys need to watch out. Uh, because he's out there pulling us out because before this you know they had they had jewish exorcists that would kind of you know they would do all these try to pull out in the name of solomon and not right read the (laughs) 91st psalm over
0: (laughs) over them yeah Uh,
3: but nobody responded to demons uh like they responded to jesus right no nobody like he literally just walks up and says get out and they're out yeah Uh, and
0: that um was probably he just walked up and they said, everybody. what do you have to do with this, son of, son of God? Yeah. Yeah. He well, didn't even like, have I, to start things. Well, just, his and, presence was enough. And, and then
3: he gave his followers the power to do it. Yeah. One of the scariest verses in the whole Bible, I told my son, uh, he, he, he loves this verse, is, is when there's a demon-possessed man and he says, I know – and somebody's trying to pull demons out of him. They say, mm-hmm. I know him – Peter, I know. But but who are you?
0: No kidding, right?
3: Oh my, that gives me chills.
0: I thought There's about that song. with every exorcism movie ever put out there. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. What would really happen is, I Jesus, I See, what know. What happened Peter, was, I know, but who? Hey, are man, you're make, you're
1: making a really important point that I don't want to neglect going over, because uh, it, it would be it would be a, uh, a travesty to not mention this reality that Shelley and I have talked about. This is something that I kind of uh, ran. Uh, uh ramp shot over for a while and didn't really realize it was something that i was really wrong uh theologically on not that i would practice it on the regular or anything you know because i've always had a certain temerity for the lord and 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 his ways and and the way that that i've been brought up you know but having said that it's important to mention that what lends and kind of by itself steel man's the argument that nephilim sorry that demons are the departed spirits of nephilim is the fact that we have power over them given to us Mm -hmm. and because we do they are it's like they're on the same plane as us christ is because here's the thing here's the other angels
3: had problems there in the book of daniel it said it took him like three weeks to fight a fallen angel but we can just go get out cuz it's just a demon right yeah exactly which is <laughs> which is my point precisely which is
1: is to say we don't have that authority over angels we can yeah. petition god to to ask him to do something to send his angels to to intervene to to have the sons of god do such and such we can right we they can never
0: lost that, any of their authority <laughs> don't, they still and, have the same correct. authority that they that they were yeah created with temporarily for I, now yeah that weird <laughs> yeah. that weird scripture in like men that yeah. talks about um when michael and hasatan were fighting over the, body, fighting of over moses. the body of
2: moses
1: right
3: and, and, such a and weird weird like and, and we think about these things and it's like so shouldn't strange. we just automatically win like shouldn't it just be right. like a snap of the fingers like well in the words for these battles to happen
0: the yeah, word he says sure does. that he did not presume <laughs> to um to rebuke hussaton yeah. who is halil bin shakur but anyway um it, lucifer is is a really really bad or uh, it it's, to it's you not a name. You want to call right <laughs> it's not a well
3: here i like to, it's I, not honestly, a name we he can is talk the about that for a second because I love this because it's just like in the Exodus. It's almost like Harry Potter, he who must not be named, but they're not because they're right, of him. Right. So, but it's, it's, it's because you don't deserve a name. It's right. Like he Because na- the name of God, that is so important. His name it right. actually has power in the name. And so at some point, this being that we call Satan erroneously, uh, he was not. Called Satan at all? No, <laughs> that because, the because right? Well, I mean, and Lucifer—that's just uh, the planet Venus, right? Right. <laughs> that's, uh, they they are saying he is like that because that's the rebel star that stays <laughs> up when the sun's still up. it's the last star that you see. So that's you know that's mm-hmm. that's, that's that's like First that one movie. out last
1: one last <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, and
3: so that's that's that being. He's that he's that jerk that sticks around and stays right. out too long. But Satan. Is just a word for accuser, right? Right.
2: It's just Mm -hmm. because
3: if you go to Numbers twenty two twenty two, Yahweh the the or the the angel of Yahweh is said to be a Satan or a Satan to Balaam. Right. (laughs) Hold on, you think that because you you'll find people that say, "Well, the Bible says Yahweh is Satan." No. The bible it's says the that yahweh adversary. is an accuser right <laughs> because the accuser or, or the adversary, adversary. Yeah. right <laughs>
2: right
3: and so that like we call him satan colloquially well just like we call not...
0: christ like it's jesus surname
1: well that's that's the whole <laughs> right. thing about the box right you need it's some you need some category to put it right. in so you you place the word satan on it
3: makes it, it easier to on. say Right. But I love I mean that's why I think in Isaiah it says that whenever we realize uh what he is, we'll say, Oh, this is the one that deceived mankind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's a diss to him. And and he does not get a name. That's right. why in the Old Testament he doesn't have a name and in right the, it's, it's always a description of him, him. <laughs> they attach this title of satan to him because because he's just he's the adversary the accuser right or and the that's, devil that's, right he doesn't the one get of, a the name. serpent of we're bones. only going to tell you what he's that. doing
2: right
0: well right. and that's that's what the um uh uh genesis three fifteen. um i can't think of the the name of what it is called Gosh darn it, why can't I? proto Yeah, the Proto-Evangelion. Um, when when God says, you're going to crawl on your belly. You're going to eat <laughs> dust. You're not going to name. And I will put him in between you and the woman and he will crush your head. And her and seed,
3: that, and, yep. And your seed, which is very weird, because that implies we'll pierce which his we'll get heel into some, right we'll get into some eschatology stuff in a little bit but it says that satan will have a seed
0: or seed it yep, doesn't even
3: say or, a a yeah. seed um says, there's right he it, it's i mean it means that he's gonna have a kid you yeah, know i'd be curious, sure he's, I'd be curious
1: I to, to, to write <laughs> I'd be curious to look at, at, the, at the Hebrew, how the Hebrew uses the word seed, if seed is a countable or non-countable. Because if it's an uncountable, by definition, it's plural. It's it, it doesn't, very it doesn't describe a particular it's, amount. It's
0: given as it's, it's a masculine word. It mm-hmm. literally denotes spermatoa. And mm-hmm, that's yeah. why it's so interesting that he didn't say Adam's seed, which yeah, right. sure, he's a guy, he's got plenty of it. Yeah. But right. the seed it's... of the woman, the sperm of the woman, she doesn't have sperm. Right. Um. It. it right. Was, she doesn't have a seed right it it was a, a prophetic clue as to right. the fact that it would be but, an immaculate conception. i mean the, the esp yeah.
3: just straight up translates it as 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 the serpent's offspring right it, it literally says that mm. it says offspring in in this place uh and so <laughs> uh see yeah and so that's that's a weird thing to say
1: <laughs> offspring uh, isn't but you know what's interesting about that is that 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 translation choice Oh me with this linguistic crap that that <laughs> uh that translation choice is also a non-countable you can have a single offspring and you can have many offspring it's not a countable like money
3: it's right the yeah, same right, way it's right, right. seeds right. or money I mean, or anything. yeah this i mean the word here i'm i'm pulling it up right now is, is zera, and it i mean it literally means it's like demon mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm. <laughs> So it's it's literally referring also, to Also, well there you go. There's your answer. Demon to... is
1: non-countable.
3: It's <laughs> so, a weird phrase I, I thought
1: mean, I would never have to here's say. The
3: thing. That well, means that go. he probably has already <laughs> had some of these uh some of these seed throughout time, right? These these now, have existed. Which, and ultimately I think there then? will be one that is like the successful one. <laughs> um so he's gonna think is successful uh but well I want to get into eschatology yet I still kind of want to, to kind of cook on on some more of the new Testament stuff because <laughs> as as we move along in the old- Te- or in the New Testament Jesus is slowly dismantling the power of these gods and he yep. is undoing what these beings at Genesis six did
1: reversing her.
3: <laughs> he is reversing them. right? So the like a lot of people think you know Jesus came to save our sins. Absolutely, that is that is the primary thing. But he also came to reverse this problem
0: because it's part they, of our salvation,
3: right, right? Right. Well, because and when Jesus dies, he didn't go to hell. Okay, I know the creed says that he went to the, whatever. He, he didn't. He did not go to hell because nobody is in hell right now. Period. Right. There's like the first inhabitants is Satan and and the Antichrist. Right.
0: No, but he did go down <laughs> to the grave to Sheol.
1: Right.
3: Or even to Tartarus. Even to Tartarus. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lower part of of Sheol. It's like the lowest part. Right. And, And so he went basically to say to the Genesis 6 beings that were thrown in there for that Peter tells us this. This is not just Book of right. This is where Peter tells us that these beings went. Well, okay. as well the right, chains right. of gloomy darkness. The chains of gloomy darkness, <laughs> and so Jesus went there to proclaim, "You tried to stop me from being able to come, but you failed, and you also tried to kill me, thinking that that would be the end of this." And in turn, you did exactly what I wanted you to do. So it's almost you know, like he's he's gloating. <laughs> he's
0: absolutely. Like, <laughs> so there's a, there's, a thing, <laughs> there's a thing that the Holy Spirit's been really revealing to me over the last few months. Um, you know, for the joy set before him, Christ endured the cross, despising yep. not its shame um and so we think well he kind of reluctantly went because you know he prayed um if this cup could pass for me nevertheless father your will not mine be done and mm-hmm. so um we're, we're taught that like jesus didn't want to go to the cross he he was reluctant to go but yeah that when, always made me kind
3: of like i don't think it was really necessarily didn't want to go he knew he had, had to Right. He knew it was going to be
0: hard. He he knew it mm-hmm. was it was it was going to be well, the one time. time. You know <laughs> the well, the you know what? Despite the death, I I don't think the death is the thing. I think he had separation from himself. He had separation <laughs> yep. from God. Yep. He had never been alone ever in yep. in ever well, in ever. He had never of- been alone. Well, and a lot of people
3: don't realize when he was alone on that cross and God had forsaken him, there's a part that is is not revealed in the in the New Testament, but is in the book of Psalms that says that the bulls of Bashan Bashan Mm -hmm. surround surround me.
0: Right. What on
3: earth is that?
0: Okay. Right. <laughs> so I forget what. Uh, well, hold is. on, because I'll even get to the bulls of Bashan a little bit in here. When Jesus went to Caesarea Philippi to Mount Hermon and stood at the gates of Tartarus, and said, "On on this rock, on this chunk of land, on this place, I'm, where I stand, I am throwing down the gauntlet, and I'm taken back." what what the first guy gave to you i am taking back I am that building dominion. my church starting here he knew <laughs> that that was the catalyst for them to kill him in case they weren't mm-hmm. wanting him yeah, to right. die quick right. enough to suit him he prodded and he prodded so he, was he, he was provoking he was provoking yes. he was that they would kill him it well, wasn't that he went semi-willingly well, he when Satan was tempting the whole him, thing. he was, he was
3: baiting, he was trying to figure out, he was questioning him because he wanted to know, what do I need to do next?
0: Right. What, that's what? why
3: he's saying, throw yourself off of here because right. I need to know if, if I kill you, it, like it. Is that the end of it? Like, or, right. is, or are they Did just to the say, "Am I victorious?" Like I, I needed, thought I'd be. So he was fishing for answers because he knew that Jesus had declared war on him and all his brothers, <coughs> and and that was the end of it. That was their their nail was. Already getting prepared to be hammered into the coffin, because Jesus was there. Now they didn't know why, because the Old Testament was—it was hidden within the Old Testament, right? Just like right. I think you right. know, the Book of Revelation is definitely hidden. Like none of us are right. writing about the Book of Revelation. Right,
0: of right. <laughs> speculate it, it till, is, till is, the cows come is, home.
3: Like when we finally figure it out, we're going to be like, "Oh, going to be gosh. like, oh, like oh." We may have bits that. and pieces here and right. Yeah, but I mean. It Certainly. is com- completely hidden within there because, uh, I mean, Satan and all, that they know the Bible, right? They know it yeah. better than most Christians know the Bible. And so the, all they would have to do is just, well, we just won't do those things.
0: <laughs> and Can then you imagine God will... when they figured out what Psalm 53, uh, I'm sorry, what Isaiah 53 <laughs> was all about? Yeah. Out. yeah. Right.
2: yeah. Jeez. But
0: what a beautiful <laughs> thing to think about that that yeah. Jesus didn't go with the flow of this, he generated the flow. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. wait yep. for it to culminate with the cross. Really, mm. because at the foundations before the foundations of the earth. Yeah. Christ died for us. It's totally yes. not worth Amen. it yep. at all. But it was his ending. Amen literally from the very very beginning he saw us and he said wait till you see this ride wait till you see this ride you won't believe it and we we again we downplay so much of it but when we realize how how stupidly he loves us it is so stinking much we don't deserve an iota of it but he does it because he loves us not because we're lovable but because he is love that's phenomenal and he came in as
3: as a as i mean in the most metal freaking way possible declaring war on these beings and being and then immediately afterwards going just ripping them out of people right yeah and yeah, then that's why they're begging, please don't send us because they didn't know. They were like, they're frantic at this point because until that point they just kind of did what they wanted. Right. And they could they could if anybody invited them into them, they were allowed to go into them and just stay there for then havoc and yeah. yeah. And continue. But they but then then they they see this guy come who is very clearly God and say, uh, nope, you're out. And then they, uh, and the, I mean, just imagine their shock. <laughs> <laughs> the the first demon that happens to, because then the word spreads. Right? So that's how all these other demons know, hey, this is I'm, this it's not our appointed time yet. Why are you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you just throw us in those pigs over there? Because we're not supposed to be doing this yet. And
0: so. See, and it him, wasn't even just the demons. It was the gods <laughs> as well. Like when he yeah. walked on water. <laughs> yeah. When he calmed yeah. the storm, that was yeah. Bales' mm-hmm. territory, man. He was taken back yeah. the power, and, and the disciples recognized that mm-hmm. they knew who was the who, God of the who water. Calmed the freaking storm, right? Wait <laughs> a minute, what? This isn't your territory, Jesus. This this is. And he just woken the up and the storm was rocking from a nap. <laughs> fucking...
3: Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, peace be still. I'm going back to bed, guys. Yeah, come on. <laughs>
0: Right. But, okay. Quit, so quit, so quit the, messing around. I'm tired. <laughs> right. So
3: a lot of people don't realize, like, Psalm 22 is where the bulls of of Bashan, Bashan. come in. And, and, uh, yeah. And that's where, uh, we get a lot of, well, we get a lot of, uh, stuff about the crucifixion there. Like it says, <laughs> and, so, uh, I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a pot shirt and my tongue sticks to my jaws and you lay me in the dust of my death. And then, uh, and that's talking about the Messiah on the cross, right? Right. So then, and that's verse 14 and and 15. But before that, and a lot of this is, is quoted in the New Testament, but this is not. But this is still the same event. It says, <clears throat> uh, for starting in verse 11, 22, 11, Be not far from me, for trouble is near, There is, uh, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me. Strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open their mouths wide at me like a ravening and roaring lion. Mm-hmm. Okay? <clears throat> this is direct uh, phraseology re- referencing like Satan. And these other You're beings, these right. other gods, but these bulls of Bashan. This is not just demons. These are the. These are all of these beings are the hard hitters. They are at the crucifixion. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're yeah. There well,
3: surrounding him, mocking so, uh, him,
1: and they're savoring, and him. ready That's to
3: devour. They, him. Yeah, and he's the only one that can see this because all these other people are sitting there mocking him and, and he is saying God forgive them but he's looking at all of these things and God has God has abandoned him like God has forsaken him at this point because our sin has come upon him that in that moment and he still is just just uh, just well, staring i mean just the bad I mean, that's why I say, like, if you don't understand all of this stuff, when you read the Bible, you you miss miss out on some of the coolest, most amazing things that that point to the fact that this book, these books has a divine origin. Because the amount of, I mean, just everything all together it was one cohesive story that is impossible for anyone or any any 40 plus authors to have collaborated to create right (laughs) over 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 centuries right (laughs) over the span of thousands of
0: years so the Bashan too is where og ruled and we know that Og yeah. was indeed. I don't know. <laughs> he was a um, Nephilim. He was. A yeah, I'm not of the Yeah, I would. I, that's where I would go. Is with a descendant, um, sure. because I think he was only you know 13 feet or so well, tall it's, it's is what dead. they
1: average.
3: So let' let's read let's read uh let's read where Aug is a lot of people haven't really okay because uh, we say this stuff most people haven't really ever heard of this kind of stuff uh, <clears throat> but it talks about his bed right the only thing right. we mm-hmm. get in there is is his bed <laughs> and it is in deuteronomy 3 eleven mm-hmm. and it says for only, uh, well, let's start in 10. All the cities of the Tableland and all Gilead and all Bashan as far as Salika and, and I'm ruining these, uh,
2: these right. cities. No, no. Uh, uh,
3: cities of kingdom of Og and Bashan. <laughs> This is the important part, though, for only Og, the king of Bashan, was left of the remnant of the Rephaim. So he is a Rephaim, which is a remnant of the Nephilim. So this is like far removed still by generations. But it says, behold, his bed was a bed of iron. Is it not in Rabah of the Ammonites? So this bed still exists. They're saying, look, you, we can go visit this. There's right. nine cubits, right? A cubit is 18 inches, roughly. So, right. you know,
0: that's, that's about Unless 10 it's to a royal cubit, which is then 21 inches. Right, well, yeah. so it's a, at, and, at least 18 well, inches. And, of- and four cubits at
3: its breadth. So, you know, so say, Say, you know, uh, even if it's a foot, that's still pretty large, but um, so the, even if it's a foot, it's nine feet, but you add half of that. So it's like 13 and a half feet. Right, so here's yep. the thing. So he's either, you know, just short, shy of that, or I've also heard. And what a king would do is he would actually lay, he would lay, he would make a bed short enough for his feet to hang over the edge and put hot coals on the ground so that would warm his feet in the middle of the night. And so he could even be even longer than that. So they're not it's just pointing this bed out just because, because they think the bed is neat, right? They're trying to say this is how big this man was. Okay? Right. Yeah. And he is he is a remnant of the Rephaim. And the Raphaim that is that, that is uh another word for these nephilim tribes right well <laughs> Refa, four, so
0: it's descendants yeah. of repha repha was a nephilim it repha was yeah. his name and so these are the descendants
3: like, of and Anup, like the benjaminites and ammon was a nephilim, and right. was
1: a nephilim but they're all of, and, all the all of these, and the same means correct all, all of, of these different right. terms are are, are <laughs> reference points for what level of, of genetics are are mixed right. what with so what. Before so we end up getting clarity into, around
3: that. Uh, before we get into eschatology, let's kind of jump back to the Old Testament to kind of put a bow on, on the Old Testament and the New Testament. Then we can get into eschatology. And then I'd like to get into some more modern kind of stuff about this topic. You don't want to do in one wave. episode
0: what we took an entire year <laughs> to break down. I, <laughs> <laughs> I tell people I want to go as yeah. in depth
3: because, like, we get it for me. We get it. I'm trying. I'm trying to work this all out because this is how.
2: Because I there's a reason it
3: out. matters right. through these things, right? Well, that's how. Right. That's I'm how we learn
1: this stuff. stuff too. That's how we figured this stuff out too. It's it's like for us for us. This is also a learning process. It's right. not like we know all these right. answers. Either.
3: And so, so okay. So this brings up the question. Okay, in Genesis six. We talked about says. Uh, the, there were Nephilim on the earth in those days, and also mm. after that. So how did they come after that? So here's my hey, thoughts. Real quick. On this. I, go,
1: ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Knock it out. Knock it out. Go ahead.
3: So. <laughs> Uh here are my thoughts on that. I know there's a few different possibilities here. Okay. Uh some people say that there was another incursion. Michael Heiser, he's he's Dr. Heiser, he would say that after the flood there was some sort of another incursion with maybe one of these gods or the you know the the, the sons of God that was put over the the 70 different people at Babel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Found that woman uh, and he
0: just fell in love and they just yeah. <laughs> he had to betray God because so he there's, loved her so much.
3: Yeah. Right. So there's that. Um, then oh. there's the idea that some of them made it through the flood, uh, which I think right. is one that Ricky. <laughs> I think that's one that Ricky espouses. I'm I. I don't know about that one. For me personally, I don't know. I'm, I I know that we do find a lot of like, uh, massive tunnel systems under the ground i mean when i went in in missouri your own ecosystem in in missouri when i was in bible college and i got kicked out twice (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) i I had a job where i was bottling um starbucks bottles but i worked in a cave and it was a massive massive cave system right i would drive down into the cave to get to my job
0: that's like
3: the salt (laughs) mines in kansas
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah you were talking I mean, about and, that and,
3: and the ozarks these are massive there's a lot of government stuff going on down there too but that's mm-hmm. probably some nephilim stuff <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
2: but probably there's, there's, uh, yeah, for sure there's that. There's for sure mm-hmm.
3: so there's that and then there's also the idea and this one is one that i still kind of possibly think is a possibility is that uh, god allowed for somebody like one of the wives uh, because this says that that uh that noah was perfect in his generation and that's why he was you know he was able to get on the boat he was a good man but he's also didn't wasn't tainted
0: with the nephilim stuff right he no tainting his dna yeah
3: yeah he didn't have any of that issues in his family line so his sons didn't Mm -hmm. have that and his wife Mm -hmm. didn't have that but it doesn't say anything about the daughters right and so if this is a recessive gene (laughs) that he has and here's the thing. it, it Maybe like uh, the daughter or the, the wife of Cain. Or, or not, uh, not Cain, Ham. The wife Cam. of Ham.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> his, I'm looking, I'm looking positive, at her. Right. Cain and Cush. Because, right. because
3: he's, uh, he's, he's the one that gets all the, the problems. And so I still think that's possible. People are like, well, why would God allow them to get on the boat? Because he was saving from that. Because here's the thing. It's the same answer for why he would allow it uh, again in the – in, in the first place, afterwards, at all, okay? <clears throat> because after the fun, when these beings show back up, they're in Canaan. They're all in this one spot, <clears throat> and so this. Well, all, all humanity people... is
0: two at that time.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Right. Right.
3: correct. <clears throat> well, I'm talking about much later in Joshua, like when when the Israel after in Exodus or actually in Numbers, at first okay. in Numbers when when they first mm-hmm. get to. Um, they go to the promised land Like I've heard atheists are like Oh it doesn't take 40 years to, to walk to From here to here well, They went no, there not once at already all. Yeah. But They went there and most people don't realize this They went twice to the promised land The first time they said mm-mm, Nope mm-mm. and why did they say that Because my favorite verse in the bible Is numbers 1333 says that There were nothing in the land And we were like grasshoppers in their sight <clears throat> Because they sent 12 spies right joshua says go "Go into there and give us a report they bring back the giant grapes it takes two people to carry right very strange Mm -hmm. passage uh kind of gives you a hint as to why god says to destroy everything later on right Uh,
0: absolutely and
3: so right and so they come back and they say the nephilim are there Mm -hmm. and we can't do this but god had already planned Get rid of all of these beings, right? And so th- the whole reason that they are are allowed onto the boat in that scenario is the same reason that of a possible second incursion, or they were allowed to exist under the ground, because when Israel finally actually does go back, and the conquest of Joshua and the parts of the Bible people get really upset about, they get really upset about when god I says god kill take every baby. man woman and child
0: right. and kill all the, <laughs> all the <sheep. coughs> don't all the cows don't eat the
1: seed the don't, land. Don't, yep. can i of can just me. say that that's such a an oxymoron when they get when they're like gung-ho about abortion um well, like they're like well, why well, does god the the kill thing. all the all the all <laughs> the children the babies and but but kill the babies say, that aren't born yet
3: yeah well they'll also right. say why doesn't God get rid of evil, and then he does? And they're like, "Why did he do that?" Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's so it's not mean. Only, right? uh.
2: so
3: every single time, one hundred percent of the time that God says, "Kill every man, woman, and child," he says, "Scorched earth policy." Because mm-hmm. we notice in Joshua. He doesn't say that for everybody. He doesn't say that no, for
0: Jericho. Absolutely does. He doesn't not. say that for for all the people of Jericho.
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't yeah, say he does He right. does
0: for Jericho. He he does for Jericho. The only inhabitant spared right, in huh? all. Oh
3: is yeah, right, right, and her that's right. family. <laughs> that's right. That's but, right. But so but here's an interesting. are
0: mixed within all of that, right? And right. So well, like... and here's the thing: the reason when when they. When, when Moses and his mighty men kill Og of Bashan and King Sihon, um, news of that travels in to Canaan. Yep. And yep. as a matter of fact, Rahab says to um, the spies, she says, we have heard of your conquests and what you have done and our hearts have melted within us. And that Mm -hmm. is exactly my point. I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly why God
3: allows this. Because then Israel is a force to be reckoned with because the the Nephilim tribes, the the descendants of the Nephilim tribes, they were a force to be reckoned with and everybody around the area was terrified of them.
0: And then when Israel
3: goes in, go
0: ahead. to, To the point that, those walls of jericho were massive they weren't oh, yeah they weren't <laughs> they were apartment complexes within the walls because the walls were right. so high and so right. big what were yeah. they keeping out and notice the people who lived in in the <laughs> walls like rahab the prostitute it, yeah. they it was it was the lower echelons of society that lived yeah. in that wall so if mm-hmm. If the um, raiders such as Og came, mm-hmm. the, the wall's taller than him and should be able to keep them out, is, is yeah. the theory. There. Or at
3: least make it to where they don't want to go through the effort, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, because that makes it much more difficult. So yeah. God takes God the Israelites and he says, all right, I'm going. And here's the funny thing it's it's funny that all of these these Nephilim descendant tribes they're all in the area that that God promised to Abraham. It's almost as if the enemy knew, okay, we are watching what Abraham walked. He walked and he did all of this. So, we're going to go inhabit that land so they can't come here.
2: Wait, yeah, God I says, like from God the
3: says, beginning. Nope.
2: <laughs>
0: right so that's where from the congregate. beginning they've had beef with us mm-hmm. they've had beef with mankind yeah. and especially mm-hmm. beef with god's chosen
2: yeah.
0: because well, they're and, not in any some of them escape some of yeah. them escape, right.
3: and they they and they flee because of the conquest which we'll sure. get into some more modern kind of stuff in a little bit <laughs> but just remember that part that not all of them are killed, right? Okay. No. If you well, don't understand so... the story of the Nephilim, you can't understand that this is the reason why Saul is removed as king. Because right. he refused to get rid of them. So God brought mm-hmm. in a known giant slayer, a known Nephilim descendant killer to make as the king <laughs> because he knew David will get rid of
2: them.
0: Well, and one thing too, so God, God tells the children of Israel when they are in the desert, he tells them, we're not going to destroy them all because if you did, there would be such a vacuum. Mm-hmm. That the beasts would would overpopulate the area. So um, it's it's interesting if you don't read the Bible for yourself. I I really recommend yeah. read it from yeah. start to finish. My yeah, husband don't just and be, don't I are, don't just
3: believe the things that we're saying. Go and yeah, read it with this understanding, and you you it will come alive.
0: It's amazing. My husband and, and I. Know. Oh, my gosh, my husband and I are reading through the Bible through uh, the Bible in a year. And we happen to be right now um, in First Kings. But we we were in Chronicles, Second Chronicles at the end. And I had to stop my husband because I was like, they just keep naming giants. There are more than six giants names yeah, yeah. in the in the Old Testament, and nobody. Goliath, Goliath had four they, brothers, but they name them they in their names. Yeah. They, they and and the ones with with this the sixth digit are called out about it. But you, yep. in it, it's just it, it's like. I know you don't read your Bible because if you read your Bible, you'd be freaking out like I am saying, well, what the heck? There's more than six different giants yep. in, in the first 15 books of the Bible. The word Nephilim is mentioned
3: twice, but these things show up all the way up even to First Kings. Right. right. <laughs> I mean by name. they And the name of the name the name of the hill
0: that Jesus was crucified, crucified on is called the skull. The skull. Why? Well, the skull? because the Hebrew um belief is that Goliath's head That's is buried yep. yep. on that hill. <laughs> right. That's why That's it's wrong. called yeah. Golgotha.
1: Thank you for watching this episode of The Christian Theological Dark Web. For questions or comments, please email us at thechristiantheologicaldarkweb at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, please look for the Patreon link in the description. This has been another production of CTDW Studios. Thank you, and God bless.